zombies have taken over the world, and the world needs heroes. Hi folks, Timothy Harvey. The Outbreak Challenge, OutbreakChallenge.com, has become a sponsor of Zompocalypse Now. Use your real-life steps and exercise to run from and battle the zombies on an interactive fitness adventure in the apocalyptic wasteland. You can do this alone, you can do it with your friends, see who survives. They have 17 different races and challenges to choose from. All of them have unique stories and themes. If you survive the challenge, they'll send you a real-life medal. Now, this thing will easily pair with your Fitbit, your Apple Watch, other smart wearables. It is definitely a fun way to stay in shape or get back in shape after the last couple of years. We could probably all use some help with that. Now, if you want to try the Outbreak Challenge for yourself, you can save 15% off by going to their website, OutbreakChallenge.com, pick the race you want, and enter in the code ZOMBIERUN to save 15% off. That's our coupon code, ZOMBIERUN you get as listeners of the show to take advantage of the Outbreak Challenge. Try this out for yourself. See if it works for you. Thanks so much, folks. And now, let's get into our episode. Do you fear the zombie uprising? Are you prepared to survive what's coming? If you listen very carefully, you might just make it out alive. This is Zompocalypse Now. Welcome to the Fear of the Walking Dead, Alicia Farewell Tour! <laughs> I am... Yeah. I'm drinking, folks. I am sitting here with a beer in my hand. I don't normally drink while we record these, but... The walk, fear of the Walking Dead has finally broke me. It's I'm I'm I may just do this forever now. I just may watch these episodes and get blitzed because anyway. Because you know we deserve it. This is Zompocalypse Now. I am Timothy Harvey. As always, I am joined by my two companions in suffering. Hello, gentlemen. Hello, I'm Dustin. And I'm Curtis. Let me... No, I'm pissed off. Oh, no, Curtis. So the name of this episode is Amina. Which is kind of funny to me, because the remember that movie we did, you guys? Yeah. One of the one of the strippers' names in the stripper scene was Amina Bond. And fucking Ted decided he he spelled her name wrong in the credits. He spelled it Aminka. And he wouldn't go back and change it because he's a piece of shit. Yeah. Mm. Talking anyway. about talking about our movie, talking mm-hmm. about Fetch would probably be more fun than talking American Maniacs. You mean we yes, got? We, we'll get. We'll get to do it eventually. We'll. We'll have us. Yeah, folks. The, for the Patreon folks, I'll get a special uh, episode of where we, where we talk about that. Um, so yes, we have a Patreon account. Uh, please check that out. Uh, check out the tiers. We'd love to have you be a member. That would be great. It helps support the show. Don't forget to check out our sponsor. Um, we've got a, a fantastic sponsor in the Outbreak Challenge. You can use the code Zombie Run to get 15% off your first race. Uh, play the game, lose some weight. It's always cool. 
Or just get up. Just get up off your damn couch, you <laughs> slob. It helps you move around, so that's a good thing. Things that aren't necessarily good things. I've got a message for Andrew Chambliss and Ian uh, Goldberg. Don't know. The writers of this show. And I want them to listen to me very carefully. You guys are fucking worthless. <laughs> You're hacks. You shouldn't be doing what you're doing. You should go back to serving soft serve somewhere and stop getting in my fucking shows. So so what I'm hearing is that you didn't like it. I've just about had enough of this bullshit writing that, that these guys are doing. I mean, well, I've said this before, but fuck these guys. And they're thinking that that it's 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 compelling to see someone try to talk someone else into doing something or not doing something or not doing something it's or compelling. to have it's Alicia not- pass out every 30 seconds. She, she, she passes out and she wakes up. Oh my God. Where, where am I? What happened? And then she's fully fine. Gets up and like walks around and has monologues and does shit. And then at the end of the scene, she goes, oh, no, the vapors. And she falls to the ground again. In fairness, they may be the poor bastards who were given the unwelcome task of, hey, guys, we have you have to write an episode. Which we have clearly established in previous episodes of the Walking Dead universe where they've done this exact thing and have never actually got it right. So we're going to try it one more time with an episode that we have to write a character out of the show because she's leaving the show because she's been on the show forever. And she'd like to go back to, I don't know, the country where she's from. Australia. Speak with her normal voice again on a regular basis. And she uh, maybe, I don't know, has friends and family she'd like to hang out with. So you've got to do that. You've got to write her out of the show. You've got to make it mean something. You've got to redeem Victor Strand. And you got to leave it open for her to come back. She can't die. Right. You have to basically make it the everyone says goodbye to Alicia and tells her how more. These guys were screwed from go. There was nothing they could do to make this episode work. I'm sorry. I don't care who was writing this episode. They couldn't pull it off. If if this is your mandate to the big story beats in this episode. I, I I challenge I challenge some really great writers to make this nonsense work. Oh, I hate this fucking situation that we're in, where we're forced to watch people's mistakes. Why are we? Why? why when did this show become about facts? Can we get back to our feelings, please? Well, I want to make sure the blame is square where it belongs because our performers are fine. Alicia did the, or the actor playing Alicia did the best that she could with what His she name had. Is also Alicia. Is it really? Yeah. How about that? That's pretty great. And, you know, I mean, we've said it a lot that we don't have any problem with the performances. They are just handed some garbage. They must be so miserable in their trailers or tents or whatever. <laughs> sitting, sitting all by themselves going, yeah, but yeah, but these filters in our gas masks, they only last so long. Where do they get new ones? 
they, they're having these these internal dialogues in their trailers or tents or whatever. If they were like us, it was a tent. <laughs> do you think? Do you think that sometimes Mo Collins and Jenna Elfman will be sitting there and like you know waiting for their scenes to come up and like flipping through the script and being like, oh, she passed out again. <laughs> well, first of all, Mo Collins uh, is is a gen- She's a she's a comedy genius for one thing. She writes like a motherfucker, and you know clearly because you don't get to where she's at as far as having your own sketch comedy show without being a decent writer. And and uh, she's got to be sitting there going, "This is fucked." three calls a day with her agent going, why, why, why is no one intervening? If you go back and you can find our episode where we talked to Mo Collins on this very show, who very, she very kindly came on and cause Dustin said, Hey, Mo Collins, come talk to us. And she was like, sure. No problem. And- Ever again. I got questions and I wasn't <laughs> there the first time. We should put a link to that show in the doodly do. Yeah. Is what that guy says on the on the YouTube. He calls it a doodly do. It means comment section. We will we will probably do that. So we don't have comment sections. Oh so my! So should we should we get into it? I know we've been talking for thirty five minutes. Go. But maybe Dustin, we should go. get to the show. Go. So everybody is fleeing from the tower that Alicia wanted to make so safe that she set literally on fire. <laughs> Uh, and they're fleeing to the beach, uh, and they're getting on raft. Remember that one raft that they had, the one raft, and uh, and they sent Morgan out in it? Well, before that raft went off, it had little baby rafts. <laughs> and so all those little baby rafts are waiting to, to take all the people. Well, as they're getting ready, Alicia sees that girl you know that girl that girl that uh we already have established is her own uh inner child like episodes and episodes ago but alicia sees her and she's like oh no i'm gonna go get her and the girl's like we have to go back to the tower my friends in the tower and everybody watching the show at this moment has a collective groan because we know that what she's saying, what this little girl is doing, is going to make Alicia go back to the tower and get Strand. But Alicia doesn't know that. Alicia doesn't know shit this episode. Yeah, uh, she's got the sweats. Yes, she's she is she is deep in her uh, fever state. Uh, she can walk. Her perpetual, can... unexplained, unearned fever state. Yes. Well, I mean. It's... It's the zombie bite or, you know, a really bad head cold that she doesn't have the correct uh, antibiotics to fight off. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, she's, it's what she's the one person the... in Texas with COVID right now. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, there you go. That could be well, it. Well, luckily, everyone just allows her to wander off. I mean, of all right. the people that are there, all the people who ostensibly are friends of hers, they just let the sick lady wander off into the mist, which, you know, I'm sure we all would do with our friends, given the opportunity. There were They were having a very busy moment, Tim. Uh, okay, sure. So Alicia finds uh, Al's old uh, 
like military vehicle thingy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, remember Al? Remember like that really kind of genuinely sweet story that Al had? I wonder how Al's doing right now. Happy she's lesbian. not currently on the show. Yeah, with her out with her with her lesbian helicopter pilot doing a thing and being a lady. So uh of course at this this is the moment that Alicia picks to pass the fuck out. And so she's dragged into the military vehicle thingy by the little girl who I will call to refer to as little Alicia because she's fucking Alicia. (laughs) Not as in she's having age inappropriate lesbian sex with Alicia as in she is the same person as Alicia. Everybody figured it out episodes and episodes ago. And yet here we are. And yet here we are. I don't take my mask off. Right. Well, I've been bitten. I was bitten by a zombie too. Right where you got bitten by a zombie, and I'm okay. <laughs> so well, Alicia has that very specific fever that allows you to not grasp the blatantly obvious when it's in front of you. Which is good because otherwise she'd be very aware that she's hallucinating her younger self. Because when the girl, okay, when the girl was just dreams, Morgan and Alicia have a conversation about how Alicia knows the girl is her. It's just, I just can't. So, well, because fuck this fucking show. That's yeah. Why. So anyway, um, Alicia, the girl convinces Alicia again. We have to go to the tower and see my friend. Oh, we can't go. We can't go, but we have to go. You go. I'll go. Let's all go. Nobody goes. Right. <laughs> so, the first of many conversations about going, people talk about is- going a lot on this show, and sometimes they actually do go. But there's a lot of discussion before, after, and in the middle of. Shall we go? Why don't we go? You can't go. Oh, go without me. No, I'll be fine. You go on. Everybody goes. Nobody goes. It happens almost as many times as Alicia passes the fuck out this episode. (laughs) They have that conversation at least four different times. And it gets progressively worse every time. Right, because they leave and Alicia's with this little girl and the zombies are coming and the little girl like, I'll take care of it. And Alicia's like, no, you're a frail little baby child. I will go take care of this zombie. And she goes up to kill it and then does not and passes the fuck out. And the little girl kills it. And this happens more than once where Alicia's like, no, you're a little baby child. And then she passes the fuck out and the little girl does the shit. So that happens twice in a row, literally in a row. And bear in uh, mind, folks, the little girl does not actually exist. So this is all in Alicia's head, which means, A, either the zombies aren't real, or in her fugue state, she's hallucinating that a small child is doing the actual killing of the zombies that she herself is doing, which doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah, I like take a fucking class on writing, you dickholes. Not you guys. You know who I'm talking to. I did. I did. I took many classes on writing. I know you did. I know. I know. I wasted but, but the guys who money. wrote this shit did not. They have they have wealthy parents in the industry who got them this job, and I think that's clear. Frauds. 
Now, I will say this. Alicia Dunham Carey is very, very good at doing the whole stagger along as, as if you're about to fall over thing. She's got that down to an arm. Well, and not only is that, but this is not her first time because she was on the 100 and she got to stagger around like she was going to die a couple oh, of yeah. times on that show, too. She's, she's, got, she's, got, she's got the movement thing down. Right. Uh, and so apparently at some point, the little girl called all of Alicia's friends. And so a big gaggle of them show up and they start trying to carry her ass back to the beach. And she's like, no, I need to go for the girl because the girl said, go back to the tower. And everybody's like, that little girl we established episodes ago is actually just you. And she's like, yes, but I know it's she's real now. And, and everybody's like, Ugh. and Daniel's like, you know what? You guys, you guys let me do some crazy ass shit when I was crazy. And so <laughs> they're like, fine. So they all go back and they clear out the tunnel that uh, to get back into the tower. And they're all about to go in the tower with her to find the little girl. And, and you can't and go falls over again for one yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can't go. I can't go. You can't go. We can't, can't go. go. I got to go. Well, yeah. no, nobody's going, but we're all going to go. But you can't go because I'm going to go instead of you. But you go ahead and go instead of me, too. So but Alicia convinces them all to go back to the raft and she's going to go into the tower by herself. Now, once again, the Walking Dead universe has no sense of scale because we see from the beach that the tower is, in fact, very far away. Yeah, a couple miles, a couple miles. And Alicia keeps doing this walking back and forth thing, even though, of course, she's fainting every five feet and having the vapors. And because she's one of those weak women girls. Oh, fucking hell. I just, I just, I don't know what to do. (laughs) So she goes into the burning tower. Remember, tower on fire. For days now. Well, for at least for a while. It's been on fire for a while, at least a day. And she climbs all the way up to the roof where the where they discover that the uh, the radio has been melted because the building's been on fire. And they're like, oh, no. What a surprise. uh, Yeah. And Alicia's real upset about it. She's like, I can't save anybody. And the little girl's like, oh, that's not true. There's somebody we can save. And Alicia's like, who? Who could you possibly be talking about? And the little girl's like, uh, you know who we're talking about, bitch. And she's like, ah, oh, Strand, really? And the little girl's like, yes, really? And I was like, fuck you. Fucking fuck you. That's, that's one of those moments for me where I was angry. Yes. And so Alicia passes out again. Oh, so the little girl is like, oh, by the way, I'm you, obviously. (laughs) And Alicia's like, what? And so she passes out uh, for just a little while. But then she goes downstairs and finds Strand in his penthouse. uh, And he's just having the biggest pity party. (laughs) There ain't nothing wrong with that dude. He was fine in the episode. He's just decided he is going to let himself burn up in this place. He's got the 1920s drama queen illness. The one where you just can't go on. Mm-hmm. I, I'm so weak. He, he has the vapors too. He's, yeah, he's got, he's got a serious case of the vapors. You know, 
this show has established that Daniel is losing his his mind. He's starting to suffer from dementia, except when he's not like all of this episode where he's very cognizant of his mental state and everything seems to be fine. That's not how it actually works, folks. But Alicia, I'm, I'm not sure what mental state Alicia is supposed to be in here because Alicia is not a stupid person. Pretty much everything, everything this episode involving the little girl requires alicia to be dumb to have no sense of self-awareness to have no sense of self-knowledge and to not recognize her own voice (laughs) as a child well i mean to be because she does like nine stupid fucking things in this show in this episode like nine like you could have just got on a boat and fucking left but no, you had to go back because you're chasing a ghost and then you fall over and then you got to come back to the beach. But no, you got to wake up on the way back and go back to the tower where the, the stupid, stupid, all, all stupid. Everything was stupid. Well, and worse than that, the people who ostensibly care about her, just let her do this. This is a woman who falls down every five minutes. You don't let them go wander off to the burning building. You don't. Friends don't let friends wander into zombie-infested territory. Okay, guys, it's just the baseline of, of your standard friendship. I would not let either of you wander off into a burning building. This seems like a poor relationship to have with you as a friend. I would knock knock you both out if you even entertained the idea and put you on stretchers and drag you away. None and of the this people that would be very hard. Alicia's got the strength of a mewling baby kitten. <laughs> Luckily, none of her friends care about her that much. Clearly, so <laughs> so the girl appears again, and Alicia has a whole conversation about her. And there's oh, we forgot to mention the fucking bird. All episode, there's been a stupid fucking bird floating around, like following Alicia or leading her somewhere. And and so the bird's inside the tower, and Alicia's like, no, the bird's going to die from smoke inhalation. Oh, oh, wait. I First, her and Strand have this long conversation about, you know, how they're both bad, horrible, no good, very bad people. And Alicia's going to shoot herself in the fucking head uh, when she notices the bird. And I'll be honest, this episode would have been completely infuriating and yet deeply, deeply shocking if she'd actually pulled the trigger. I would have been like, I mean, I knew it wasn't going to happen, but I'm like, if they had gone there, I would have been like, whoa, bold move. It would have saved the episode, I think. No, it wouldn't have saved the episode, but it would have, it would have made it, it made it, made it a lot more memorable than annoying. Well, they, they haven't done a balls thing on this show in in well in my memory actually and i don't know i mean you got to be cognizant of what the fans would think i don't think anybody would have liked it if alicia had actually oh no i I, i'm not saying anybody would have liked it i would have just and i probably would have been infuriated but i would have respected the boldness Hmm. i don't think that they're there's there's a rule about writing and dustin you know this and tim you know this as well you write what you want to watch so my only conclusion can be that the writers of this show are pedantic puppet people who don't know what they want to watch 
or or they deeply, deeply dislike their audience. I think you cannot rule that out. I think there could be an actual element they of malevolence. They don't have the that kind of, of experience, though. They've got like seven episodes of anything under their I, belt. They're, I am not. I am. I. I. I, I could be convinced that there's a certain amount of God. I hate you, people, so much. I'm going to write this episode just to piss you off. Well, it could anyway. actually be targeted at us specifically. It could just be they hate us. Mm-hmm. They've heard the show and they're like, "Fuck those guys." <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if it was about us? Oh, that, that would, would be, be lovely. so happy if something the, was about us. The trolling ability of this episode, if it's directed oh. specifically at us, is actually improves the episode. That would actually improve it greatly if it was directly targeted at us. <laughs> oh, we didn't even mention when her friends show up and find her, they have found some random dude. Just a random guy has shown up to have like four lines in the episode. And have yeah, the, they he's say, all right. Yeah, he's okay. Oh, this is <laughs> this is that guy. We met him on the way here. He's totally fine. And that's it. He just like is there for the rest of the episode. He's Why? in the club now. Why did they need to add like this is the worst way to introduce Look. a new character? Everybody else has gone through like nine levels of Masonic training to get in the group. And this guy's fine. He's fine. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, okay. I changed my mind. I love this show now. All right. So anyway, <laughs> we'll have to see if that dude shows up again. But I just forgot we needed to mention it. He's going to be like the lady in the sweater. He'll randomly show up in the back of a scene and then three episodes <laughs> later he'll have a line and then he'll disappear and four episodes after that he'll be brutally murdered by zombies. Right. Halfway through next season he'll have a scene where he goes, yeah guys, I'm moving out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this has been fun. Who the hell is this guy? They'll be like, bye Bob. <laughs> it's Calvin. Uh, whatever. <laughs> anyway. So uh, Alicia is standing there at the window with this bird and she has this memory of her mother, Madison, telling her a story about how tenacious she is and how she had nursed this dying bird back to health. And because she was not going to give up and this bird was not going to die on her watch and blah, 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 blah. And it makes little Alicia manifest out of nowhere and break the window so the bird could escape as hallucinations are wont to do right meanwhile it was Strand's- weird in that shot did you notice they showed little pretend alicia putting down like a stick that she used to break the window because apparently they needed to establish what broke the window yeah when we all know it was fucking elite big alicia right so, meanwhile, all this time, Strand's lying on the bed like, Alicia, what's going on over there? <laughs> <laughs> Just lying there on the bed like, Alicia, what's happening? <laughs> so, uh, the bird goes away, and Alicia's like, you're, you're me, aren't you? And the little girl's like, fucking duh. You know, I survived. We're going to survive this. And the, one of the ways we can survive this is to make sure that we save. We don't let my tenacity die. Alicia's like, damn, way to, way to beat me over the head with the metaphor. Didn't you just see me release this bird? 
Well, and the little girl then looks at her and goes, you're a little slow. Have you seen the rest of this episode? You're a little slow on the uptake. I kind of got to hammer it home. Right. So she saves Strand. They all get back to the the uh, she passes out one more time. OK, she passes out one more time and she has to call for help because, you know, she had told the people to not wait for her too long. So no. she she passes out and calls for help back at the uh, military vehicle, which means to get there, she and I have the vapor strand walked out of that room to the staircase, both of them with the vapors and the falling over. Strand is and like, let me get my fainting couch real quick. <laughs> went down how many flights of stairs without killing themselves? Because they, they both have a tendency to like, you know, keel over at this point. It's like a 10 or 11 story building, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure they both died on the way down. Sorry. <laughs> there was a whole lot of, I feel fake. Ka-thunk, 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 ka-thunk. <laughs> but they make it they make it to the beach and they put alicia in a little boat a little boaty boat and, and Alicia's like they don't drown strand on sight yes yeah and alicia's they basically couldn't have saying, that conversation yeah we'll we'll get to that in a second uh alicia's like i'm gonna turn i'm gonna turn very soon no one can be in my boat with me and so everybody takes a turn going up to Alicia's boat slash coffin <laughs> to uh, to like say a little something to her. Yeah, it's the Alicia farewell tour. <sighs> Alicia, years ago, you said you're going to have a good day. And, and you know what? I did have a good day. Okay, bye. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> So, yeah, so June comes up and says goodbye, and and uh, Grace comes up and says goodbye, and uh, <laughs> Sherry, <laughs> Sherry and Dwight have that a moment where they're like, they don't even go up to her. They're like, thanks. If it wasn't for you, we'd be dead. Bye. <laughs> they like, don't even walk up to the thing. And then Strand is like, I'm going to ride in the boat with you. And Alicia like jumps up, and she's like, nope. You have to go. You have to go with them. And she, he's like, no, but they hate me. And she's like, but it's too dangerous. And he's like, I can't go if you can't go. And finally, she literally, literally, she says, you've got to go. I'm not going to go. You've got to go. I'm not going to go. Yep. You've got to go. I'm, not. I'm like, OK. And you know what? They know what as they're doing. This, they're calling us. Ob- this is, this obnoxious- is personal. <laughs> yeah. As this obnoxious conversation was happening, though. I was trying very, very hard to ignore the dumbness of the conversation and pay attention to Coleman Domingo and uh, Alicia. Debenham Colby. Debenham Colby. And their performance. Yeah. Their performance, because these are these two actors are saying goodbye to each other in this scene. Yeah. and I feel like uh, they were, I think they really gave it. They really gave a lot to this conversation that we have seen 190 times. Because for these two characters, they know it's the last time. And, you know, they love each other. They've been together since the beginning of this adventure. Mm-hmm. 
And I really, I, you know, as much as it was the whole thing completely ridiculous as it has been every single time it's been done, I really felt like I could feel some stuff between the two actors while the ridiculousness was happening. I think that's fair. I, I think, the again, like Curtis said earlier, we've said before, it's not the actors we have an issue with. There is very rarely an egregiously bad actor on these shows. I mean, even the little kid, the girl playing child Alicia, isn't terrible. She's a little, I think she's a little, she's a little stiff, but she's a kid. Child actors are, it's, it's a tough thing to do as a kid. It just is. I think she's not bad. Um, and she does the job fine. It's not the actors. And I'm sorry to see uh, Alicia go. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, so they all float off, and Alicia immediately, like, they're not even out of eye shot. Like, they could still see her, and she just falls over, like, completely falls to the ground. And well, I, I'm sorry, I, I need to back up a second. Um, the piece where they're saying goodbye to each other, Strand and Alicia, and, uh, they threw in this bit where Alicia says, because I love you too, as if that was going to be some kind of revelation. And I don't think they earned that at all. That could have easily been the theme for this segment of the series where Alicia is trying to struggle with her feelings for Strand, but they just throw it in like, you know, like, I'm writing, writing, writing. Oh, here'd be some fucked up shit to say. I mean, well, I think that's a, in reference. I mean, again, it's a stupid, you know, uh, it's because he said earlier last episode that he considers her, he thinks of her like a daughter and yeah. he loves her. And she said, you know, you don't, you don't love anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, and so we're that's a callback to that. She's acknowledging that he does love her. I love you too, and that he, she does love him too. But too. she's done nothing, nothing but hate him this whole time. Well, so they, I think they've really, they've really mangled a lot of what this could have been this season because Strand is a supervillain can have a redemption arc but they do it in like 30 minutes mm-hmm. they spent mo- all of this season basically making strand the bad guy his ninth redemption arc of and his- having yeah. him become this That's you know true. this sociopath who's throwing people off buildings and and allowing people to go to their desks without a care in the world and yet somehow about you know maybe between the morgan episode where he's hallucinating a lot of hallucination a lot of hallucination this season where he's hallucinating and rambling to a baby and uh, I don't know, maybe half an hour rest of the season. These, this idea that strand is somehow conflicted about what he's doing when everything we've seen about the character does not show any signs of that being conflicted in, in, in what he's doing. And so somehow this last couple episodes were supposed to get, you know, um, strand can be, you know, turned back from this path he's been on for remember months this has not been a, this has not been like a week. This has been a long period of time he's been running that tower. Right. Like, tossing people off buildings and basically being a monster. And yet Alicia's supposed to have shown up and 
mean, it's just this season has both dragged on in terms of how the story has played out, but it's also been very rushed at points. And that whole redemption arc for Strand is just way too fast and played out way too glibly for me. Right. Yeah, that is true. I digress because you were about to say what Alicia immediately does after they say goodbye. Um, well, I, w- I was going to continue. Like, you know, I think they're trying to leave. You know, I wonder how things are going to go. I and now I am wondering, though. They did get me in that where I'm wondering what's next for Strand. Like, how are they going to like there's no way that they are going to let him be a part of the main group again but at the same time he's a main character on the show and arguably the best actor and and, well i mean i don't know like okay if i were gonna put lenny james and coleman domingo and jenna elfman in a line i couldn't say which one of those three i would put as number one Oh, so yes. it, I, I, you can't leave out Ruben Blades, I think. Oh, right, Ruben Blades. I, I mean, you know. the, the four of them are just, they, they and, put out some great work on this show. Yeah, and just, you know, just pure ability. And, you know, mm-hmm. and that's not, that's, and the Kim Dickens is coming back. So, you know, that's another amazing actress that's coming to, to be in this situation. So, the, I, I, you know. They, they teased her coming on at the very, very beginning of this season. And she's not going to show up until the very, very last episode. I know. That's how I, they get you. That's how they get you, Curtis. That's how they get you. This is how that uh, woman became the story coordinator or whatever. Yeah, right. This is this, is, this is anyway, because it's so, personal and they hate us. Alicia immediately, immediately falls down, passes out. And then the only thing I can think is that everybody on the boat stopped and they were like, oh, we can't leave her like that. And so they came and they washed her hair and they gave her a blowout and they <laughs> like, they like fixed her fit, like, like washed her face and like gave her a little bit of a treatment. Uh, because when she wakes up, she looks so fantastic. Yeah, she does. She looks great. That for a second, I was like, oh, fuck. Alicia died and we're following her into the afterlife. We're about to see like all the dead characters that died for like a good, a a good, maybe 30 or 40 seconds. I was like, Oh fuck. Alicia died. She looks (laughs) so good. She's dead. And no, but no, she's just fine. She made it through the other side of the whole infection. She's been fighting all season long. She's now better. And little Alicia pops up and she's like, hey, look, I don't have a bite anymore. That's a metaphor to show that we have passed whatever sickness is out of it. And Alicia's like, wow, what does that mean? And little Alicia's like, (sighs) (laughs) it means that we're going to survive this and that maybe you could come back to the show in a season or two. And Alicia's like, okay, well, I guess I need to go find another group of people to pass around until that happens. So let me wander it back into the radiation-infected space full of radiation-infected zombies. Yeah, and, and, and at the end of the episode, she walks, walks in to go find, see if she can save more 
people. Uh, and as she's doing it, she shoots the one bullet that she had been saving for herself. Oh, did we mention that whole suicide thing? I didn't feel it was necessary. It was, you know. I kind of alluded to it. Oh, yeah. I did say she was going to shoot herself in the head. Yeah, so the bullet she was going to use to shoot herself in the head, she shoots a walker with it. And then she wanders off into the smoke. And we're supposed to feel hopeful. Yes. Instead of infuriated by the entire episode and how little sense it made and how little time they spent on actual important things. Hey, uh, we did get a teaser right that, that Madison is coming back next episode. And when she finds out that everyone just left her daughter on that beach to die, she's going to be pissed. So where's my kid? Well, we left her on this beach. I Why? can't wait for the announcement that, that uh, Fear the Walking Dead has been canceled. They cannot produce a show of this quality and not get canceled. It's AMC. They'll drag it out as long as they're making money. As on long, it. long as, yeah, as long as somebody's watching. And the Walking Dead universe is profitable enough. They've got 40,000 spinoffs coming. Yeah. Well, I mean, fucking, you know, if you're making money on a show, why don't you throw some A-listers at the fucking writing department instead of these guys who have only ever written or directed a Walking Dead episode? Because, Curtis, if they did that, if they had to spend money on writers, then they would they would have to, like, make that person like some sort of producer or executive producer or something, which would mean giving up control. And they are so terrified of doing that from what happened with Frank Darabond that they're not going to do that again. Especially on this get, show, get... which is fully owned by AMC because it's all original characters. Did you get the guy who wrote Hamilton? And Wellman uh, Miranda? Yeah, to just write an episode because it, it's going to be different and better when he does it. Look, it, it might even be in rhyme. I don't know. The Walking Dead musical episode is going to happen someday. Then they should bring in Kenneth Branagh to direct it. This is my dream for the show. I don't care if I don't care who writes it, as long as there's somebody who's like, I've heard of that name before, and they're a great writer. Instead of this guy has an uncle in the business. Well, probably. of course, and remember, in fairness, again, um, to, to not to let the writers off the hook, but you make it you make a, a film or a television story three times. When you write it, when you shoot it, and when you yep. edit it. Yep, There's yep, a yep. lot of opportunities to screw it up along the way. And this is hardly the first time that the a Walking Dead show has managed to be deeply, deeply dumb. And I think it's unfortunate that it's Alicia's exit. Where yeah, it's, it's, deeply, it's, deeply the, it's the worst episode I've ever seen on this show. And it sucks that it's her last. This is how we have to remember her. I I feel like I pulled some things that I that I genuinely enjoyed out of this episode. Good. Um, I genuinely enjoyed for the performances Alicia and Strand's last scene together. Yes. Um, I genuinely enjoyed that Sherry and Dwight did not go anywhere fucking near her and were just like, bye, bitch. See you <laughs> on the never. Uh, I laughed out loud at that. 
And I genuinely, genuinely enjoyed that Alicia woke up with a full blowout and yeah. was like, I guess I'm going to go fuck up some more zombies now. I yeah, genuinely lip, enjoyed that. So, her lip color was on point. Yeah, like, oh, matte foundation. Mm-hmm. You know, after well, you being know, a- one once the fever breaks, everyone knows you look fantastic. I feel like they maybe even gave her a better bra. <laughs> like yeah, I think you're right about that. Actually, <laughs> I think they did. They oh gave, gave it a fluff up. And, uh, oh man! So I mean, there was that. You know, I'm going to. I may go back with these particularly bad episodes, and watch them in another language and see if i enjoy them more because i think if i couldn't speak english i might have liked this episode because it looked like there was some heavy shit going on but what they were saying was so fucking stupid i couldn't mm. but i don't want to hear it and i don't want to hear somebody else doing the dialogue though i want to hear them speaking I don't know French or Spanish or Icelandic or something. We'll have it. We'll have a, a special Zompocalypse Now episode where we watch select episodes in foreign languages. It'll be on the Patreon account, and we'll see if if the ep- that's it. Okay, each of you picks an episode that you hate. We've got, <laughs> we've got one more episode in this season. Is it just one more? Is it really? Uh, I don't know. There is one more episode for this season. The next episode is called Gone. It is the return of Madison. I'm sure it will go swimmingly. (laughs) And then we've got Tales of the Walking Dead coming up next. Now, the good news is, is that it's like a whole bunch of characters we don't even know. So it's, you know, it's all brand new ways to piss us off. And um, I'm sure we'll... Maybe we can watch Zombie Zombie Two and Zombie Three. Yeah? I think that yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to we're gonna have to get take some palate cleansers from the Walking Dead universe is, and watch some other that, some other stuff too. Is, is that a Disney show? Yeah, Disney yes. movies. Okay, yes. I'll go watch. I I found Zombies One on Disney Plus. Oh no, we have to watch them together. Dustin we have to watch them together. Them. Dustin and I watched Zombie One a million years ago. We need to do it again. And we got yes yeah, to reestablish our our familiarity with canon. Right. Before I mean, we move you, on, you don't you don't want to not understand how all this stuff connects by the time you get to Zombie Three. I mean, come on, Curtis. <laughs> what if we miss something important? There's nuance here, probably more than there is in the Walking Dead universe. All right, folks. Come on, Anthony Edwards and Parker Posey in the next Walking Dead series. I, I think is, isn't Keith David in it too? I, I hang on. I don't know. I don't know. I've, I immediately went to the to the uh, the writer of this, and uh, oh, I get why Parker Posey. She wrote a lot of lot Lost in Space. This this woman, uh, Carrie Drake, and Parker Posey's fucking amazing. Anthony yeah, Edwards, she is. Parker She's like Posey, legit. Jillian Bell, Terry Crews, Olivia Munn, Poppy Lou, Daniel Ramirez, Daniel Panetta, Jesse Usher, Samantha Morton. Is coming back. We're getting we're getting uh, Alpha's origin story. Um, more of it. A, a bunch of other a bunch of other actors. If nothing else, it is a limited run series. It is only six episodes. 
All right, folks, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. Again, we have the Patreon account. Again, check out our sponsor, Outbreak Challenge, and get your butts moving and, and in shape. It's that time of year to have fun and get in shape and be cool and all those things. And we'll do this again because Madison's back. And if nothing else, I'm sure she's going to be angry at a lot of people. And that will probably be fun to watch. Gentlemen, thank you. Thank you, Dustin. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Curtis. Thank you, Tim. Fuck this show. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you on our next episode. Come back and join us for our next Zompocalypse now. Zompocalypse Now is produced and recorded by Timothy Harvey, Dustin Adair, and Curtis Smith for Just Some Guy Productions. All rights reserved. <laughs>